The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k podcast. My name is Jesse and I'm here with Austin and we are just chilling out. Yep. Hey everybody. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've been more or less out for the past few weeks just from work. Six days a week, 12 hours a day. It has been nuts. It has been crazy, but I'm finally here and now I am drinking beer with my buddy Austin. And uh, what have you been up to? Well, I have been working six days a week on 12 hour shifts, so that's been nice. <laughs> um, I've been doing a lot of God. What have I been doing? Um, been painting some fifteen millimeter of all the weird things. Yeah, I saw a little. Uh, you showed me a picture before. It's a strange looking uh, scale for some reason to me. It's like so. We're we're gonna start with the public service announcement. Okay, <laughs> fifteen millimeter is the worst goddamn scale on the face of the planet. They and look I like know, hobbits. I know you've heard my yeah. rant before, <laughs> but for you listeners that haven't gotten to enjoy this, 15 millimeter is the worst things of 28 combined with the worst things of 6 millimeter. In 6 mil, the faces are a little weird, and you have to paint a shit ton of guys. Mm-hmm. But because the details are more... I don't know, really know how to explain it. They're not there there. Mm-hmm. You can skip over a bunch of stuff and still get the impression of a really detailed model. So it works out well for everybody. Uh, and then with 28, of course, everything is super, super detailed, uh, but you don't have to paint as many of them, right? Like a six mil unit can be 200 models, like individual little dudes. Yeah, and paint, paint that up in four hours. No big deal. Yeah. 28 mil, 200 dudes <laughs> is like three armies and you have a great old time. 15 mil is like 150 dudes whose faces look like garbage because 15 millimeter sculptors, and I don't want to like diss anybody out here who does 15 mil sculpting, but they're not great. Like they're big enough that you can tell they're supposed to be faces, but they're mm-hmm. still small enough that you can't get all the detail you want into like basic guys. Yeah. And you got to paint a god awful amount of them. <laughs> so many. And there's so, like, you can put a ton of detail on them as far as, like, you know, epaulets and pistol holsters with buttons and all that bullshit. And I hate it so much. (laughs) So very, very much. Nah. Doesn't sound fun. So, yeah, I've been doing doing that. It's not as bad because it's World War II stuff for a commission. So, like, Mm -hmm. they're desert camo. Or, like, they're in khakis. Sure. Top to bottom. So, God, God. Never paint Napoleonics in 15 mil. <laughs> you'll hate yourself. And you'll hate them. Not even that, but 15 mil is big enough that for the Napoleonic guys, like historical guys in general, they like to count buttons. Sure. Right? Sure. They want to make sure that the cuff uh, trim for your unit at Waterloo is the exact right one they were issued with the exact right amount of fade for the amount of time from when it was issued to the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> and if you fuck that up, Congratulations, you might as well have painted your imperial fists blue. (laughs) Yeah, I know, like, 
we like being accurate with our armors and stuff, but mm-hmm. the historical guys, they take it to the next oh, level. Oh, historical guys are amazing. Nuts. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Um, so thankfully, I don't have to worry about any of that because just khaki, you're in the desert. It's fine, which is the only reason I took this commission. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really re-inspired my hatred of 15 mil everything. Uh, and I've also been painting some Aeronautica Imperialis, which has been fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Like, I've been given the green light. Yeah, you've got approvals. Yes, yes. High command the, is signed off. The paperwork is uh, being filed, and excellent. I'll get there eventually. But Excellent. I've had a lot of fun. I've only played, I don't know, less than six games. That's but still it's, less than six games more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. I just picked up another DACA jet to turn into a PDF fighter from Patrick today. <laughs> uh, it was a great use of my lunch hour. <laughs> I literally just, like, drove to Battlegrounds. Did the drug deal, or not Battlegrounds, drove to the Warhammer store, did the drug deal, stopped at a drive-thru on the way back, and was like back in the office right on time. Sweet. (laughs) That's great. Um, So yeah, that'll be fun. And then, uh, oh, I've also been working on some tanks for my Space Wolves, which might might astound you for my, because I normally don't have any tanks. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been, which type of tanks? Uh, So I had a Vindicare Laser Destroyer that's painted up and I've never really used because it would be the one tank and that's a bad idea. Yeah, it can be, especially heavy support slots or... I mean, I don't really use any because I run a lot of Horde infantry stuff. That's true. So I have the spots to spare. It's just, hey, let's play a 2,000 point game. Okay, I'll bring my one tank. I'm sure it'll live. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad idea. Um, So I... well, when you think about it, it's a great distraction for your hordes of uh, infantry. That's true. But that one Laz Cannon <laughs> shooting that one Death Sworn. For what is that, 125 points for yeah. Laser Vindicator? Uh, yeah, something, like, something like that. No, it's more than that. I want to say it's oh. two. No. No. No, no, no. Man, if only I had books in front of me. Right? Anyway. But anyway, anyway. But yeah, it's, like, yeah. It's, it's enough that like I don't want to mess with it. But I've, I picked up a second one uh, a while ago, also really cheap. And I have a Mark I Whirlwind from ages ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I painted both of them up. And nice. that was not fun. I don't really enjoy painting tanks. <laughs> but it went quickly, which yeah. was the important thing. Um, and I actually used them in a game of APOC, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. And kind of terrifying. Tyranids are no effing joke. <laughs> well, I don't know about Tyranids, but the big bug is no effing joke. Yeah. Um, Charged in with 40 Space Wolves. Did, I don't, I think it whiffed with all of its attacks on me, or like on the wolves, because it still gets to shoot and it blew up some stuff. Um, But it has acid blood, so every time you do a point of damage to it, on a four up, it deals a point of damage to units in the the combat with it. Oh, wow. (laughs) And you roll for each unit individually. It's not like one unit takes a point of damage. Yeah. It's everybody. So I killed it. But everyone died. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. We've talked about APOC on here. Give it a go, guys. Yeah. I, good time. I played a little bit. Will showed me uh, a game. He's been like slowly teaching every single person individually how to play APOC here. Yeah, it's and, it's uh, good to see somebody else bringing, being the like high priest of a new game. Because <laughs> I feel like that's me a lot of the time in our group. Yeah, like For all the specialist guys, games. Battlefleet Gothic and yeah. fucking Epic and yeah. Yes! <laughs> So it's it's good to see Will uh, proselytizing. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've played one game. I brought my Imperial Knights. He brought his uh, Iron Warriors. Got my hand just my ass handed to me, but it was still a lot of fun. And I was able to play like roughly twenty five hundred points of knights in less than an hour and a half. And 
Yeah, you really can't complain about the speed of it. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. It there's some things like it, if you're looking for grant. Hmm, what's the word for it? Granularity. 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 Yeah, that word. <laughs> um, you won't necessarily find it here, but that's okay because when you bring apocalypse level groups of models, you shouldn't really be yeah, worried about that anyway. Exactly. I also like the fact that. You don't have to call over at the table like, "What's your toughness?" or "What what kind of save do you get?" Yeah, that was crazy. Like, roll for my hits and roll to see if it does damage. Yeah, like I we all set. We played a doubles, just a hundred hundred points a person, so it still technically wasn't a like proper game (laughs) of apocalypse. Um, It's still enough to play for sure. Yeah, no, it's a great. I think you could really do it at fifty power level if you pick the right units for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was Steve and I against Will and Eddie, who was a local forty k player who Mm -hmm. had the nid. Uh, well, nid. two nids, the big Hierophant, and then something in it to give it <laughs> synapse. It was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it was crazy because like Stephen and I would be having a conversation about, you know, how shitty his word bearers are or, <laughs> you know, space wolf scabies or whatever it was we were talking about. Um, and they were just proceeding with the game. And you know, sometimes some dude would come over and like, be talking to Eddie, you know, just saying hey to Eddie or whatever, and I'm rolling dice against his model. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to know. He has no part to play in this except occasionally to pick up blast markers, yeah. which I can do for him if it really comes to that. Sure. So, yeah, I like it a lot. It'll make Mega Battles uh, much less horse. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I've said it before also on this show, whenever we play Mega Battles, like, I am so mentally exhausted by the end. Right? It's like, ah, it was like turning me off. It's like, I'm not sure I really want to play Mega Battles anymore just mm-hmm. from the sheer craziness of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, some people enjoy it, and I totally understand that, but for me, it's not my pace. But yeah, Apocalypse it, is a nice uh, nice change of pace, to be honest. It's good, because I, I do enjoy the occasional Apocalypse game, but I'm good for, like, two a year max. Sure. I could play a weekly Apocalypse game using these rules and mm-hmm. be all right. That being said, I still enjoy Horse Heresy. I still love the uh, the rule set of the Age of Darkness. Like I love yeah, all armor the facing, armor yeah. facing the weapons. Like, I don't. Know. It's just fun. So yeah. Guess what? I can enjoy two different types of games. Oh my god! <gasps> I know. I should only you stick fucking to one. heretic. I know. I know. If you're gonna play another game, it should at least be one that's been out of production for ten years. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't <laughs> fucking <know>. plebe. <laughs> So, um, speaking of heresy, on the uh, on the news front, I know the Mechanicum got some new weapons for their armagers, which they don't call armagers; they call them more Moai Moirax, Moirax, Moirax. I'm Moirax. Going I'll, I'll allow it. Sure, Moirax. <laughs> um, they got two new guns, which the rules for these guys have been out for a while now. But I think the two specific new guns, and I'm, I might be wrong. I, I prepped this like two minutes ahead before we started recording, but uh, more prep than I did. Yeah, um, the, uh, but no, yeah, because I think the basic the basic design of all of this has been out for a while in Heresy. Mm-hmm. It's really just the new weapons. Yeah, one being the uh, Volkite <sighs> Forge World. You're just making words up. The Vuglare. Vuglare. If you have any French listeners, could call in and uh, tell <laughs> us how to pronounce that. Uh, yeah. Vuglari? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> anyway. If it's a big Volkite. Yeah. Big Volkite. Yeah. That's, that's the American version of it. We still use feet. We still use pounds. 
it'll be big Volkite. Kara's not here today, so we can just enjoy we in can. our imperial <laughs> measurement systems. Um, but speaking as a militia player, it's a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the damn things, it's uh, free. We should point that out. Um, so any Mechanicum Knight Morax uh, may exchange its Siege Claw with inbuilt Rad Cleanser for one of the following weapons. Big Volkite is on there, faux free. Uh, <laughs> and it's 36-inch Strength 6 AP4 Heavy 5 Deathel Grade. Mm. It is a war crime. That's nasty. Um, so I apologize uh, to Forge World. They did not make the, uh, the name up. It is an actual weapon. It looks like a long, thin cannon. Really? Yep. Um, huh. They still don't tell me how to pronounce it. But uh, yeah, it's... You know, if you stick it into Google Translate, it'll give you a... It's true. You can make it say it. We can F- just have it say F- it for us during this whole, during this whole uh, segment. Yeah. I don't know how to do that right now. Oh, here we go. Pronunciation. How to pronounce. I'm just going to go with this uh, YouTube video here. God, I don't know what's going to go up here. Here we go. Word box. Hell yeah. This is the word box channel. Here we go. Vuglair. All right, good. Vuglair. Vuglair. You heard Volkite it. Volkite Vuglair. We're never, we're never saying it again. <laughs> but that is the proper pronunciation. Thanks for uh, watching. Please subscribe oh. to our videos on No, YouTube. thanks. Not today. No, Sorry. Probably not. But, you know, but your country thank you. thanks you for your service. <laughs> Vuglair. Volkite Vuglair. Vuglair. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seems great. And also as a demon player. War crime. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, that strength Nasty. six, that's heavy good. five, man. That's not That's not good. Because you're automatically bouncing it back onto the five up. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're within six inches of your, your warp rift, you're getting the re-rollable five anyway. But heavy six. Slap, two, tra- of the, slap two of those together on your uh, Moirax. I mean, that'll, that'll kill a guard squad a turn. Yeah. You you'll, might have like three or four guys left, maybe. <laughs> like maybe maybe and I believe it was the conversion beam cannon I think was also the new weapon yes and I love conversion beamers they're fun this one I don't think it's any different uh, standard it's heavy one small blast at up to 18 strength 6 18 to 42 strength 8 AP 4 42 to 72 strength 10 AP 1 it's about the same yeah I don't I don't it's think your, that's any different your, uh, from the normal one yeah, but again, but I do love them. And you put two of these on it and sit <laughs> in the back and just yeah, it's like come kill me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's put two on each of your uh, let's see each of your entire little talon there and just be stupid so, about yeah, it. Yeah, so that's ten points apiece. So that would get you a hundred and ninety-five points. I'm sorry, two hundred and five points for one with two of them. Oh yeah, yeah. How much is it to... 615 points to have three guys with six conversion beamers. Well, that's kind of terrifying. How much is it to stick one on a uh, tech priest? You know off the top of your head? Either 10 or 25 points. Uh-huh. It's come down since 5th edition Grey Knights, which is the last time I used one. Let me just grab my iPad. I don't know. I'm just floundering around guessing rules. All right. Well... Super professional, by the way. Right? Excuse me. Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. <laughs> so now Jesse has left, and it is just me. Um... But I don't know. So what are, what are the other things? You can get a lightning lock, which I don't know what's going on there. Ooh. So the lightning lock, 
is also really nice. Is that a new weapon, Jesse? What's that, lightning Yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard of that one before. So. 36-inch Strength 6, AP3, Heavy 1, Rending Shred, 3-inch Blast. I guess that's really the problem. Because you can get a conversion beamer for 10 points, or one of those for 5. And yeah. um, that just seems real good, too. God, and you can get packs of 3 up yeah, to 3. Mechanic so packs of 4. Mechanic players have yet another fun toy at their... Uh, at their disposal. Yeah. And four whole points each. That's really what hurts me. Oh, there are four whole points? That hurts me. Like, as somebody who's played guard for forever, how is one of these? 12 up armor, though, at the highest. It's 12, 12, 11. Yeah. Eh. Makes me feel a little better, I Take guess. Take some shatter shells and hope for the best. Right? Thank God I painted up, uh, now have two Vindicare Laser Destroyers. There you go. Perfect. Just as planned. Uh, let's see. Conversion Beamer. Wow. 35 points for a Conversion Beamer on a Tech Marine. All right. That yeah. being said, a Tech Marine's 35 points to begin with. All right. So it's 70 points for one of those. So it's 140 points to get two of those yeah. rather than 205 for one of these. But this is much more survivable than your one tech priest. It's true. Potentially, yeah. Poten well, yeah, I guess you stick him in cover. Huh. Interesting thought process. Although that tech priest is taking up slots that you want for other cooler yeah, things. Yeah, slots are part. good, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. As far as I know, that's been pretty much the newest thing on the uh, Forge World front. Yeah, which... Which does pain me a little bit. Although, I will say, the next Siege of Terra book is coming pre-order this Saturday. Oh, is it this Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday, Perfect. which is exciting. I'm, I'm happy to see that. But, yeah, we... Uh, we'll say the uh, White Scars Legion Kaizagen Assault Speeder is also out, which the rules have already been covered with yeah, that. Yeah, the, the rules have been out for a it while. Is, it is awesome-looking speeder, though. I do really like it. Yeah, it's real nice. Hopefully, we'll see... Were there any White Scars at Nova this year that actually did like the bike thing? Yeah, I, I played against one set, and uh, yeah, nice. How'd that go? It was in the doubles. Um, they're very survivable, that's for sure. I mean, two up armor and the toughness five bikes. Yeah, and then they start jinking all over the place. We yeah. can really kill them. Uh, Kara had some pretty decent success with her uh, noise marines. Noise marines, yeah, whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, cacophony. Oh yeah, cacophony. They were uh, yeah, they were uh, the official thirty yeah. k word for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were they were tough and they're fast. Yeah. It's like someone got on a bike and put a jetpack on it. They got <laughs> jet bikes, like shit. Well put. Um, Graviton Pulsar was also the new. I'm sorry, it was the Graviton Pulsar and the Sea Beam Cannon. That's what was the. Uh, oh yeah, the one. the one we didn't talk about. Yeah. So the Graviton <laughs> Pulsar. For those of you that have been eagerly awaiting and thought we were going to skip it, haha. Oh, Jesse, no! Jesse will edit all of this in post production. <clears throat> Uh, Not a bit. That's a 24-inch range, AP4, heavy 2, 3-inch blast, concussive graviton pulse haywire. It's an interesting weapon. Yeah. I mean, that haywire is nice if you're going to go no, vehicle bla killing. Blast haywire is real good. Um, I mean, you're, you're, if you're shooting at uh, you know squadrons of tanks, that's what you want. I mean... E if you have one of these, so it's a Graviton Pulsar, that's... Now think about this. So that's 10 points. So that's the same as a Conversion Beamer. Yeah. 
so if you have a couple of those on it, mm-hmm. yeah. So you have a couple of those on it, making sure I can actually do this. You're pretty much guaranteed three hits. I mean, yeah. realistically, on like a predator-sized thing, even more mm-hmm. so if it's a land raider or something, you've got a good chance. Of, yeah, if you, and especially then if you don't roll two. a one, right? Because that's what it is. Two, yeah. two to five, two to four is a, a glancing hit with haywire. I want to say so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I got my rule book right in front of me. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's two to five is a glancing. One is a miss. Man, so yeah, Mechanicum players are really spoiled for choice here. Do you want to mm-hmm. yeah. just ruin everything at long range? Do you want to get tanks <laughs> at like short, medium? Yeah. Two to five glancing hit, six a penetrating hit, one is no effect. So yeah. Yeah, who you cares? Put, slap on two of those. You got four shots with blasts of haywire. That yeah. Your BS4. Yeah. So looks like you're... I'd, yeah, if you want to run these, just run one of each. Carrying double weapons. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or just swap one arm for each guy, and then you have one of each on each. That's nuts. Yeah, I I think the magic here is getting the gravit- double graviton pulsers. It pains me because I do like conversion beamers in theory. Mm-hmm. But looking more more at it, I think the move is graviton pulsers. Okay, mind that graviton's at twenty four inches. You got to be close. It is short, but they're fast. Like they're not slow things. Like they're they're a vehicle walker. Yeah, you know. They'll get up there if they really need to. I was thinking about for counter counter strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, people can get up on you real quick. Most people can twenty four you know, inch range running at you with a Spartan or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore, buddy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, get get one or two with that, and then take another unit uh, with the lightning lock or vol- big Volkite. You know, depending on what you think you're going to be up against more. Yeah, I still don't like like the armor value is low, which makes sense. But I think in the hands of a skilled player. To know this is what they're doing, like these are going to be. It pains me to think what Jason will do to these. Oh yeah, these are. He eventually gets them. Nasty. Yeah, (laughs) it's real rude. Real rude. Meanwhile, my poor militia, (laughs) just being burned up. Yep. Yeah, I like the uh, the flavor text for the Volkite. It's, uh, these ancient weapons are a rare sight even amongst the most venerable of night households, for their complex mechanisms are often beyond the ability of simple sacristans to repair. But for those households that still operate them, Volkite Volklaire, oh god, are prized for their ability to clear light infantry from the battlefield in a blaze of scintillating energy beams. And we are. We are <laughs> cleared from the battlefield. That's horrific. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Lord. See, that means, um, I think since we've been here, the Ruined Storm Demon Brutes are out now. Mm. Those things are cool. I like them. They, Yeah, the models are great. Um, they really sort like, they do a good job of having a demon that isn't obviously one thing or the other. Yeah, it's a like good They, they painted them demon. up kind of a blackish red, so you get a bit of a corn vibe. Yeah. But if you painted them blue, you get kind of a zinch vibe. Like you could nasty them up a little. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they're a good generic demon. You can use them for anything. Yeah, yeah. And God, do I like <laughs> brutes are great. I I just don't think I've figured out quite how to use them yet because uh, I keep wanting them to be big line breakers, and they're mm-hmm. not. They're just kind of nasty tar pity wound sink things. Uh-huh. Uh, unless they get a charge off with the <laughs> crowned horns for 
an extra like D three impact hits a piece. Then they become like, line strength breakers. seven, and yeah. then, like sure it's AP dash, but go ahead and make fourteen of those. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and uh, oh, the other fun thing um, is for Warcry. As, as far as demon players go, Warcry uh-huh. yeah. has now released um, their little bird things and the harpies the chaos as a beasts. separate pack. Yeah, yeah, I saw those so in Warhammer store today. Picking those up. Yeah, they look cool. Yeah, I love how the fact that they actually sold them separately now. Like they're they're piecemealing everything now out of the starter set because I think they yeah. said that it, the starter set's not a. It's not going to be the starter set. Yeah, it's going away. They haven't put a date on it, but they've definitively said that it's not going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it's a good deal. So, if you want to get into that, yeah, if you want to, yeah, give it a go, get a taste. I haven't played it yet before, but I hear good things about it. I got a warband uh, right before Nova in the hopes of playing in a tournament uh, at the local G Dubs. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks after Nova, <laughs> you fool! <laughs> I was set to push it, yeah. and then there was a baby shower. Yeah, so there you go. That that happened. But gotcha. They're oh, supposed yeah. to which be uh, which warband do you have? Um, I have Splintered Fang, so the the snake guys. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. snake guys. I'm going with the sort of reds instead of the greens and blues. Mm-hmm. Um, very like very pale, you know, Irishman that works <laughs> IT sort of look. <laughs> Um, and then going to have, um, weathering powders. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like the black weathering powder and yeah. use that to make it look like they've, you know, marked themselves with charcoal. Nice. So that'll be good yeah. when I get around to it now. Cause like, I painted the one guy, uh, like the test model, right. And I was really happy with how it turned out and I was super excited to paint the rest of them. And then AI came out and there was a baby shower and now they're just sort of sitting there. Yeah. When we get around to it, it's like kind of our motto in our local gaming group. Yeah. When we get around to it. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of just so much good stuff. Will and I were talking about that for six mil stuff that we wanted to get into. We're like, you know what? Team Yankee. Yeah. 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 Team, team Yankee and six mil gets you away from one 15 millimeter. You know why? (laughs) Um, if you did it now, you know, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, right. Um, and also it just kind of looks better in six millimeter, in my opinion, because, mm-hmm. you know, my gun shoots 12 inches and you can you have this problem with 40K too, right? Like my, my military grade rifle shoots the equivalent of like 50 feet. Yeah. <laughs> eh. um, so with six millimeter guys, it looks more impressive. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, the tanks don't look like they're right shoulder to shoulder with each other and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's next year's problem. Uh, this year's problem is going to be painting a lot more demons. Um, which sort of pains me because the Williamsburg muster is coming up. There's one spot left for that. No. No? no? Uh, is it sold out? Been uh, sold out today. All right. Well, sucks to be you guys. For, uh, for cold arms. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a ticket either. I was oh, actually thinking of picking up that last one. Oh. Well... Um, but I, I think it's 2,500 points, and I just wasn't going to get there with demons. And sure. I was sort of like, eh, well. I still got to build a list. That's okay. I just throw a whole bunch of tanks in there, and there we go. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesse's approach to all list building. Yeah. Is at the last minute, throw a bunch of shit together. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's how I do it's it. It's nice when I finally had fully painted models and stuff, and you yeah. just set them aside, and there you go. Yeah. It's like the bat cave. You just go, doot, 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 <laughs> See, and there's all your models there. It's like, I'll play with this one for now. Right? It's been, it's been pretty nice. And if you play the same <laughs> army long enough, you don't have to really build lists anymore. You kind of get an idea. It's like, I'll take, uh, you know, Squadron of Volkite, 
three predators, three vindicators, a couple terminators here, and uh, throw them in a Spartan, and we're good to go. Yeah, like I want to play militia. I know what twenty five hundred points of militia looks like. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, got a confession to make mm. as a sideline. <clears throat> pull this right here. Uh oh, he's got a. Oh God, what? What? I've never had Jesse, a white. Jesse never is a had basic a white, white chick. I've never had a white claw before, and I've heard that there are no laws when you have claws. Oh, so you haven't had one? Yet. I've never had a white claw before. I mean, I haven't either. I don't think that's something to be ashamed of, except that you're opening the box right yeah, now. There we go. This is the uh, the ruby grapefruit. Uh, I never thought I'd a see long, a sink I've had so a long, long. Yeah. <laughs> you remember oh. the heady days of having no sound quality whatsoever when we were going yeah. to be better than this? And, you know... Uh, tactical Marines and uh, yeah, yeah, and constantly cutting out. But we said to ourselves, yeah. "No, people will listen, even though we have shitty quality." And people because did. it'll be good content. And people did. And now we have good quality and this. And yeah, there so this goes. is sort of like Joe Rogan light in a way. Where <laughs> hey, that's cool, man. So have you ever tried a white claw? No, I haven't. But here well, we go. I I do not expect to enjoy this at all. I but really then again, hope you don't because it'll it'll concern me. Is it grapefruit? Mm-hmm. God damn it. It's actually... Oh, no, it no, no, no. Aftertaste sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's vile. No, no, that's no. Vile. You just keep drinking it. That's true. You know, I really wish they had energy drinks in the regular 12-ounce cans instead of the 16 ounces because I cannot finish a 16-ounce energy drink anymore. It's like, I go for it, tastes great cold, then I finish about two-thirds of it, and it's like, I can't drink this. And it sits out for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and energy drinks are not good when they're lukewarm. No. They are no. terrible. I, I thankfully never had that particular addiction in college. <laughs> uh, because Jesus. Because people yeah. pound them. They Straight up. Be, yeah. That's probably why they don't make them in 12-ounce uh, cans. Because I was like, oh, I can just do two hey, or man, three of these. I remember four, the original Four <laughs> Locos, man. <laughs> Fuck yourself right on up. I've never had a four loco either. So you're you're not missing out anymore. I didn't think so because they've toned them down. Uh, <laughs> like, guys, this is a little much. It was. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like my my only original four loco experience was kind of crazy. Um, but that's not a story <laughs> we need to get into right now. Okay, it's a five percent, hundred calories, delivers a surge of pure refreshment and a hard seltzer like no other. Did you get pure refreshment? I will say the first three seconds, I was like, this tastes like sparkling water. And I'm okay with that. Mm. Then you can taste the ruby, grapefruit. It's like, oh, okay. And then there's kind of like this brief wave of just a nasty aftertaste. I'm like, ugh. It's like, well, got it open now, so. <sighs> How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. At least it's only a six-pack. Yeah. You It'll can make Caro drink some. Yeah. I, I still feel very lawful, though. Yeah. Well, there's still, there's still you're laws You're only right like now. three sips in. That's true. Well, we'll see if we need to call Jared here after a while. But speaking of... Actually, no. I have, I have no segue <laughs> for this. But uh, a buddy of mine, mm -hmm. uh, Chris, one of our Patreons, yeah. um, starting to put together an orc militia army, which makes what? me very, very happy. Because it's one of the things that we've talked about doing, right? That's like, true. Yeah. You can absolutely make an orc militia army. Uh, so, Chris, this is a shout-out for you. Good on you. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm very excited because the plan is once he has one put together, we'll start doing some Eleanor stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe dip into some Battlefleet Gothic. We'll do a little epic. Probably he doesn't understand that there's probably going to be a little epic, but at the the <laughs> core of it will be this beautiful little orc army, which is very exciting. When we get to it. Yeah. Yeah. When we get to it. <laughs> Inshallah. Yep. If only we could just quit our jobs and just do this. I keep telling Allie she needs to just start making a shit ton of money so I can be a kept gentleman, and it keeps not happening. I, I don't know. We've been married for like seven months. Why hasn't this happened yet? So I don't know why I haven't won the lottery. I mean, I know why, because I never play it, but $200 million wouldn't be bad right now. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so it, it made me real happy that somebody else was diving into both Militia and putting a little Xeno's flair on it. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. That's one of the things we're like, oh yeah, no, play against Eldar and Orcs, which was fine until mm. they went to 8th edition. <laughs> and now, like, you can't lure people into the game that way because they're mm. just like, well, I got my 8th edition rulebook and you go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then you need to, like, try and find some, like, used 7th ed codex and it's just a mess. It's a hassle. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, Orc Militia is... Pretty genius. Yeah. I um, would love to play against something like that. Right? Yeah, I know. And, and he's got all sorts of grand plans. I guess the Forge World Grot Cannon <laughs> is cheaper than buying the actual GW big guns. Oh, well, there you go. So he's going to be giving that a go. Hasn't quite decided if that's going to be like a Basilisk equivalent or a Rapier equivalent because it mm-hmm. seems sort of in between sizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, got the traditional piles of boys. I mean, that's the beauty of the orcs, too. You can just go ahead and just kit bash to your heart's desire or whatever. It's like, yeah. it needs a bigger gun. Okay, let me grab this bigger gun. <laughs> right? There we go. I'll just strap three guns onto it. That's like <laughs> one bigger gun. It's fine. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be a fun it'll be a fun project, and uh, I don't know maybe get something really going, have some pictures up or whatnots. Mm-hmm. You know how Stevens Moon Mice have been doing? Yeah, so they're coming. I've seen a few pictures and they're looking cool. They're coming along. It's real creepy. We've been going back and forth on fluff and whatnot because mm-hmm. the basic theme of it, and I'm not going to spoil everything, but his Moon Mice. Worship my chaos god. So we've been going back and forth a lot of like, you know, kind of really defining like, what does my god really stand for? What does worshiping a god of dying in the worst way possible really mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, some real philosophical shit. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> for a bunch of mice. <laughs> I'm minored, I minored in philosophy. This is fine. <laughs> which is my high school philosophy teacher told me was a huge waste of time because nobody should take philosophy. Um, Back at you now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look at me. I'm on a podcast. About miniatures. Right. Talking about moon mice. Right? Uh, but no, it'll be good. And they're looking real pretty. I, and knowing Steven, he'll keep the faith. So oh, we're, yeah. we're going to find, like 2020, there's going to be a moon mice army around somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and he only needs 1,500 points for doubles, so it's there only 80 go. or 90 models of <laughs> <laughs> militia, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good. We're coming for you. Coming for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought twice about Nova just yet, which is, I mean, on our way back, Carol and I talked about future projects and stuff, and it was a lot of fun, and, but mm-hmm. then work got crazy, and it's like I've just been out of it, out of the zone. 
But now I'm back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, once I get, once we get through the uh, Williamsburg call to arms and possibly the apocalypse game, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be good to see where we go from here. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. Like, Stephen and I came up with this brilliant plan on the drive back from Nova. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he obviously dived right in. I have not touched any of my demon stuff since I got back. Um, I mean, you, you see my little uh, Bretonian knights. Yeah. Yeah, that are going to be for my uh, militia. Yeah, that you're uh, working hard on. My Ogrens. They have been <laughs> sitting there ever since I set them down there when I got upstairs oh, from Nova. I have oh, not touched them one bit. So sad. <laughs> It's like, damn it. I think I at least checked mine for <laughs> battle damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I do owe a couple of buddies. So I, I bought some stuff for my friends out in LA because mm-hmm. that used mini guy is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Toledo Bits Market. Yeah. Craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have to mail them out the things I bought. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stu, I'm sorry. He doesn't <laughs> listen anyway. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He only plays 40K and Warmaster. How's the Warmaster podcast going? <laughs> I was getting Warmaster podcast. I'm astonished that I'm on one podcast. And that, this just because I have to do no work. I come, I talk at however much I want. And, and that's uh, what I love. Then you do all the editing. Yeah, that's fine. And I don't have to do shit. As long as I get people to come here and talk because I can't do solo podcasts. I haven't tried yet, but I know that I would just be, no. <laughs> There's some, so. Um, Lore's one. That I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's plenty of solo narrated podcasts. Yeah, there are good, but not not your style. It's, not, it's apparently I'd a have to give thing. It, yeah, so I'd have to give it a shot. Humans can talk, just sort of like extemporaneously talk about things. Yeah, naturally for about eight minutes, mm-hmm. and once you hit that ten minute mark, people start freaking out. Like, I'm just talking into the void. Right? Oh my god! Just like oh well, maybe you know, like uh, maybe um shit um yeah. It's been kind of fascinating. I'm starting to read a lot into like psychology of like yeah. speaking and all of that, and things like I haven't written like a report or like any sort of like story or anything like that, mm-hmm. and probably let's see, yeah. It's, over a de- it's been over a decade since I did any sort of writing Lord. of that name. Yeah. I, dude, I, I put wires together for a living, so. I mean, fair. In the paint, but. I am uh, slowly trying to bring back the creativity bug that I feel like I've lost over the years just yeah. from. You've, grown, it, you've just, grown up and the joy is gone. Yeah, I've <laughs> grown up and the joy is gone. All that good stuff. You know, I work in a industry that. Definitely frowns upon uh, thinking outside the box because thinking outside the box in my industry is your a box bad idea. is radioactive. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like not don't so, open the box. So yeah, I mean you got to think, but you can't like be very creative with it. <laughs> yeah, because you can't. You got to be strict. I saw Chernobyl. I know what happens yeah. when people start. I, I saw that doing last stuff. week. Yeah. I finally finished that last week. That How was, much did you hate it? I didn't hate it. Interesting. I, I only asked because a lot of time, you know, so it's I, like watching an army guy watch a war movie, like. Just, I mean, it, it was like, Some I was watching like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are nuts. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. Why is it? It's, it's so far <laughs> you from. You knew what, all the bad things were happening yeah, before I, like, anybody else. Yeah. It was just, you know, being in the nuclear industry, I know the story of Chernobyl. I know the high points and stuff, but being able to see it in like a 
documentary type of style, docudrama, yeah. I should mm-hmm. say. Plus, there was also a podcast with the creator, the writer, and producer. Oh, I didn't know that. That uh, goes along with each episode, which was cool. So you can so they talk about you know what was real, what was uh, narratively you know tweaked a little yeah, bit. Yeah, what three people got shoved into one actual character on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and that and that I can totally understand. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really cool program. I know some guys at work were like, "No, I didn't watch it." I feel like you know they say it's that anti nuclear power, you know. Podcast program. Me personally, I feel like I don't think so. It is about as anti-nuclear power as the Titanic is anti-cruise ship, right? And we should all <laughs> so, be anti-cruise yeah. ship. <laughs> yeah, no, it. Not been it a, really yeah. shows you, like, to, for me watching it and mm-hmm. knowing not a terrible large amount about nuclear reactors, mm-hmm. it seemed more. Wow. Yeah. It's really, 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 really hard to fuck this up badly enough to get an explosion. Mm-hmm. And they did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Those sons of bitches did it. But uh, yeah, it, it's like the culture, the mindset, the culture mm-hmm. that is portrayed in there. Not necessarily, just not necessarily Soviet culture or anything, but just the, the sheer... Yeah, just bureaucratic. Uh, ar- arrogance yeah. and things like... It's so far from how we operate here and it's just it was it was hard to even grasp like some of the actions that they took yeah well there you go ladies and gentlemen nuclear power yeah Dialtov you know just the way he behaved on the control room I was like holy shit (laughs) they were yeah yeah you could have spoke two sentences and he'd been sent out of the control room it's nuts yeah that being said there's a whole lot more people in the control room than just uh, like three or four guys yeah well you know these days Budgets being what they are, you yeah. only have so many people in a control room during filming. Yep. But yeah, no, it, it was good. And what the hell were we talking about before that? Rapture Noble. And anyway, a little stringed instrument. It's like, I played music about 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. I could try this again. It's a lot of fun. You know, haven't really played any uh, filk songs yet, but I'm sure we'll get there. But soon, next year. Yeah. Next year when we're doing the pub quiz, that'll be our filler music. It's just you <laughs> right. and Steven just, just jamming out. along. Filking along. It'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be good. Although speaking of creativity and like writing battle reports and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 30K, 40K, like fluff stuff. Yeah. Um, not that it's a new site and not that I've like just discovered it because it eats far too many of your taxpayer dollars. <laughs> um, but Stack Exchange. You know Stack Exchange, right? Stack Exchange. Stack Exchange. Stack Exchange. I've heard heard of it all one word so it's a play it's one of those places uh where you know you ask a question and other people on the site answer okay Which, sort of like yahoo answers sure except i don't want to say for grown-ups but compared to yahoo answers for grown-ups mm-hmm. um they have some crazy stuff so they got a lot of uh i mean it's it started off i guess like a coding site for like how to debug whatever okay yeah um Makes there's all sorts of title, sub, yeah. yeah there's all sorts of sub I want to say subreddits, but that's not the word. But yeah. like, you know, little sub areas to ask mm-hmm. for. And one of them is will, world... Subforums. Subforums, yes. One of them is world building. Ooh. Uh, and that's fantastic. Because a lot of the yeah. guys on there... Because uh, one, the, one of the things that sets it apart from like Yahoo Answers mm-hmm. is that for the most part, you have to cite everything. And not cite uh-huh. to like, you know, CNN, 
whatever source. Just like, trust me, bro. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> they're pulling out like journal articles. Oh wow, citing all of this stuff. Uh huh. So you'll get people be like, yeah. So like, I want to have a planet, um, and I want to have like two sentient species, and my story is. They develop like independently until they get to like World War Two ish sort of tech <laughs> level, and then they meet. Uh, what kind of planet do I need? And these motherfuckers that are like <laughs> climatologists and exobiologists and all this shenanigans will be like, "Well, if you have a K class star and you uh, have something with roughly Earth gravity, and you know this amount of water in it, and if you stick it." kind of close but not too close that it gets tidally locked you'll get what amounts to like a volcanic boiling ocean in the middle and that should fix your problem sure (laughs) god damn but some of the stuff like and you can rabbit hole it all the way down like at one point i'm sure at one point i was looking at um they were talking about like snake people you know for snakes (laughs) you can hold a snake egg up to the light and you can tell, like, you know, is the snake in there going to be a good snake or if there's something wrong with it, like, developmentally. You can, gotcha. the light will reflect. Kind of like the you know, chicks. Yeah, 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 yeah same yeah. thing with chicks. Yeah. So a guy was like, yeah, so. Chickens, guys. Chickens, yes. Yeah, get Don't, your mind out of the gutter. Christ. Anyway. Um, but that devolved into, like, well, you know, what really happens is if you can, if you have a lizard species that's, like, medieval level, and they know about that, and with lizards and snakes, like a lot of their biology is determined by how hot and cold they are. The ruling families would probably end up with like some secret special sauce of like on day two, move it to the cool zone. Day three, move it to the warm zone. Eugenics to- yeah. off the ass. <laughs> but, but eugenics in like, you know, 450 AD, yeah. <laughs> just like shenanigans. If you want a buff snake, right? Do like this. if you want a smart snake, do that. <laughs> yeah. If you want a sassy one. <laughs> Lord, um, but yeah, so it, it's a great it's a great little thing. One of the other fun things I found is that there were people um, that essentially say that death worms uh, are a thing that can happen. Jesse just made the, the worst claw. face. The, the white, white claw the, just gets the claws worse, in you. The claws getting in you. Mm. Um, oh God, that was not great. <laughs> but they also <laughs> space were, wolves. Were there t- <laughs> Jesus, I don't want to be associated with that. That's a white claw. That's some white scars nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were talking about how death worlds could be an actual thing, which I always thought death worlds of the like, everything out there is going to kill you catechin sure. variety. Yeah. It's just Australia little, as a planet. Right. But even in Australia, like you can let your guard down for a little bit in Australia and you'll probably just see a sheep, you know, like it's not right. gonna get you. <laughs> Um, but they <laughs> until you turn your back on the sheep, then you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's not New Zealand, buddy. Uh, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> Alex will appreciate that. He, he will. <laughs> but they were talking about how, like, yeah, everybody eating everything constantly is kind of the ocean. Mm. So theoretically, all you really need is like a billion extra years of evolution on land, and uh, like everything will have found every <laughs> possible conceivable niche. <laughs> and they'll just start murdering each other hardcore. Huh. Yeah. So it's fascinating. Got so if you ever have something. And- yeah. <laughs> so if you ever have like a thought or just like, you know, hey, I want to make a militia army. I don't know what's going on. Like stack exchange. Or if you're real bored at work, you can find just some crazy rabbit holes. <laughs> cool. 
There was something else 30K related I wanted to talk about, and now I just do not remember. Well, we got some time mm. before I close up the episode. Um, let's see. Let's see, Ninja Space Wolves. I'm doing their girls. Yeah, uh, I haven't done any more militia. Oh, did you uh, did you play the uh, Solar War? In the Solar War? No. No? Okay. No, I didn't. I had planned to, and then things, you know. Mm-hmm. Life has been killing me. Not in any, like, serious or debilitating way, but, like, just enough life <laughs> to have thrown all of my pre-planned, like, pre-Nova planned gaming just... I feel you, man. In the trash. Yep. Uh, but I've been getting a little bit of gaming in. Got a little bit of Titanicus, and like you said, Apocalypse. Yep. So I, I was working that day, but uh, Carol took uh, some Alpha Legion mm. that she uh, that she has, and she played the Zone Mortalis, and she had a lot of fun. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, although I will say, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Ah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so I assume there's at least one of you on here that, plays Battlefleet Heresy or Battlefleet Gothic. Um, we've got something new coming out for that that we've been talking about for a while and finally putting the finishing touches on, uh, the Road Trader Militant Fleet. Mm. Uh, so we have rules right now for having just like, you know, the Rogue Trader Militant is like a ship in your fleet kind of doing its thing. Um, kind of like a free blade type of thing. Yeah, that's a good way of that's a good way of looking at it. Gotcha. But reading, especially this or most, mercenary ship, I guess. Yeah, yeah, this most recent black book, uh, when it talked about the White Scars pioneer companies and like the the pathfinding elements uh-huh. of the Great Crusade, really made me want to dive into that a little more. Mm. Because if you think about it, like that's where all the really crazy stuff is happening during the Great Crusade. Sure, where like, no man has gone before. At least not yeah. for a while, anyway. Yeah, not, not for <laughs> a couple thousand years. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're doing all the stuff the 40K rogue traders do, except even worse, because the 40K <laughs> rogue traders, theoretically, like, they're never that far from home. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never that far from help, really. But the Pathfinders and the Expeditionary Fleets are getting hosed. Yeah. And a lot of these guys, you know, like the, the original group that set out from Terra. Mm-hmm. They're all like POWs, essentially. <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, we tried to stop the Emperor and we couldn't. Uh, so he said, I'm going to kill you all or you can get on these spaceships and go find new worlds for me to conquer. And a lot of them looked at each other. were like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> uh, and off they go. Yeah. And, you know, that, that happens a lot of times with some of these new, uh, like you come across those, Human world, you kind of beat it into submission a little bit. Oh, you've got a couple of warp-capable vessels left that, well, we can't really fit them into the regular expeditionary fleets because you're weird and you don't really fit all of our, like, you know, our widgets don't fit in your ships. Yeah. They, they were using metric, we were using imperial. Right. Eh, God damn it. Fuck it. Here you go. <laughs> we're going to give you to this rogue trader militant, and you're going to go find new and exciting places until you can't anymore. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a fleet that's mostly lighter stuff because, uh, naturally, if you're going to be a Pathfinder unit, you're going to want to have a bunch of light ships to kind of 
go everywhere and stick your head into every sure. There's weird, no battle barge in a expedition. Yeah, no, no battle barges. Um, you're allowed for every two thousand points. You're allowed one ship bigger than a cruiser. Mm, okay. So, mm. really, and and the other big consideration to that is for every hull point of capital ship you have, or for every two hull points of capital ship you have, you need to bring an escort mm. because. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that's what you're going to do. Yeah, you might, like, the, the road trader militant in charge might have, you know, a cruiser or a grand cruiser to sort of show the flag over all the peasants. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's going to be like that Cobra squadron is going to be running around trying to find stuff. Hmm. Uh, and they also have a mandatory requirement to bring transports, which is something you don't normally see in Battle ah, of the Gothic yeah. because they're acting so far away from normal lines of supply. you got to bring your own with you. And you can't, like leave them somewhere. Yeah. Right? Like, we got, <laughs> well, we got to go fight this alien fleet. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're just going to leave all these transports in a corner. No, you, like you don't do that. So you get like, all right guys, just stay close. Not too close, but close. We'll try and keep an eye out. Uh, so it'll be fun. This, this is a specifically made, not unbalanced, but definitely. Yeah. What are, what are the bonuses that, uh, so, so the the cool thing they get um, is you can have uh, either Dark Age of Technology, like there's Dark Age Xenos Tech. So if when you have a capital ship, you can spend an amount of points uh, and either roll for or spend a little bit more and pick what the upgrade is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could be anything from, you know, your turns are faster, you get extra shields, you have better guns. Um, there's no downside to it. Like it's only going to ever be a good thing. And the other thing is their transports. Well, mm-hmm. not their transports, but their little ships. Um, they get escort carriers, which normally are scenario-specific ships, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also give them uh, like Dark Age ships. Mm-hmm. So for these are all escorts now. So... Those are essentially firestorms, so they've got like a, a big gun, really good, couple of weapons batteries, and then they get a free upgrade from that same chart. Yeah. And then you have cheap versions of like not quite a Cobra, not quite a uh, sword, you know, a little bit of stats mixed up mm-hmm. um, with the same thing. They're like 30 points a piece, so they're real cheap. And yeah. then if you want to pay an extra five points, you roll on the chart, extra 10 points, you pick on the chart and you have some fun stuff. So technically cool. speaking, your escorts are, are either going to be real cheap and you're going to have way more of them than other people. Mm-hmm. Probably you'll have slightly about the same or maybe slightly less, but they'll be real good. Nice. Um, and a bunch of like light cruisers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a much different vibe because a lot of the times with Battlefleet Heresy fleets, just because of the way, like, you can take the Chaos Cruisers, which are faster. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need escorts. Like, you bring them because they're cool, but you don't need them. Yeah. Um, so this fleet really thrives on having swarms of them. Yeah. Which is fun. That's cool. Yeah. Very neat. Yeah, so hopefully in, like, a week or two, we'll have those up. and Those will be exciting, and then we can start, you know. I might actually look into that, because I still have a whole bunch of BF, uh, BFG that has been unpainted, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, and, that. and that's the other fun thing is the rogue traders. So oh, and paint whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and also, I actually, uh, past week or two, 
I might have mentioned this in the last episode. I don't know. But I finally picked up uh, McCrag's Honor, the 30K graphic novel. Yeah, how's that? It's really good and really gives you a sense of depth and scale of fleet ships and just battle fleet, gothic, heresy, fighting. And I love how the pacing of the pages are so great. Like, they built the suspense at the end of one page, then you turn the page, and then you just see everything go to shit, and it is amazing. <laughs> it's like, oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Let's they did a really good job. I think Dan Abnett actually wrote the story. He would. And, he would. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the art style, um, it's pretty interesting. I haven't really seen this type of art style before. It's very, it's, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, at first, I, I, I need to get yeah. Steven in At first, I didn't. It, it kind of turned me off a little bit, but the more I looked at it and you know looked at it, kind of grew on like, you. Yeah, it was really cool. Cool. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I forty k like thirty k void warfare is probably my favorite <laughs> of all the various sci fi stuff. Like I grew up on star on Star Wars. Like that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I still enjoy it. But there's something about like yeah, this three mile long spaceship with the population of. What I considered the city growing up. Sure. Capital letters, the city, mm -hmm. country boy. And you're just like, damn. <laughs> and now, like, we fire at things we can't really see. Mm -hmm. And uh, three hours later, who knows? Maybe we'll still be here. Maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a few scenes where they're at the side of the port cannons and they're and they're loading up the missiles. Yeah, here, here's my Volkswagen band that I'm throwing in here. Group of ants that are just. Dragging this entire chain, this uh, mm -hmm. chain fall, just putting this uh, giant missile, getting ready to fire. It's like this is amazing. Yeah, there's a great scene of that in uh, Execution Hour. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the main characters starts off as just like gun deck trash slave uh -huh. labor, and like yeah, he's he's yanking on the gun chain, and there's like 150 guys and his <laughs> crew, and everybody fucking dies except for him, and like you know. Because they catch a glancing blow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see it from his point of view, which is like, you know, the fire comes in and it's rolling through the gun area and screaming and running and he does the thing that saves him. And you're like, my God, that's fucking atrocious. Yeah. That's horrible. And then the other main character is the ship captain <laughs> of the same vessel. Uh-huh. Not even, like, uh. he doesn't even get told that that happens. It's so insignificant. We got like, scratched. Yeah, like, <laughs> my lord, I believe we're taking fire. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, it, it's great. I don't know. I, yeah. It really gets the whole grimdark for me. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, um, thank you guys for listening tonight. This was a lot of fun. I'm always worried that, oh, man, we don't have anything planned. We'll never get an hour, but here we are. 58 minutes. Perfect. That counts. That totally counts. I uh, want to thank everyone for listening, for sharing our podcast, for leaving reviews on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We don't call it iTunes anymore. Um, huge thank you to all our patrons, uh, starting with our Sergeant Tier patrons, Duncan and Emily O'Hare. Thank you. Our Centurion Tier patrons, M. Hernandez, Mark Henry, Derek Knoll, and John Christensen. Thank you again so much. And our Praetor Tier patrons, Alex Selth, Chris Mack, Garner of the Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Josh Phillips, and Matthew Boyce. Again, thank you all so much uh, for supporting us. It's stuff like that that keeps us going, that allows us to make high-quality podcasts and continue to give them higher quality. So thank you all so much. Um, if you guys have any ideas, want to share anything, uh, be sure to you know, leave a voicemail if you'd like. 
1929 Heresy 1. That's 1929 437 3791. That's always open. Feel free to call from anywhere. Um, be sure to check out our Teespring shop if you want to grab some swag. And uh, yeah, again, thank you guys so much for listening. This is a lot of fun, and we want to keep, continue doing this. And uh, with that being said, my name is Jesse Irvin saying, be a good person, be a good gamer, be kind to your uh, fellow man. I'm here with Austin. Sorry. I, yeah, had, yeah, I know yeah. you get this. I'm master, sorry. Be kind to your fellow man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like the white claw is bringing out your inner, I don't know, Bob Ross. Sorry. The inter- no, the internet has been just fucking miserable this week. And it's just been, ah, ah. Leave a bad taste in my mouth. The internet is trash. It's fucking horrible. It's people are fucking horrible. Fucking worst. People are the fucking worst. Just had a B seventeen crash. It's real. <sighs> One depressing. of eighteen. Seventeen. <laughs> God damn it. Right. But uh, yeah. Don't be an asshole, please. World's got enough of those. Yeah. Sorry, it's just been a long fucking week. <laughs> this, <laughs> this White Claw has been there all are over no the laws. place with you. He started out. Like, there are no laws. Now he's on like the downward swing of just maudlin. <laughs> Everything is despair. Guys, it's been great. You guys are awesome. Again, thank you so much. I'm here with Austin. I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. I was desperately trying to think of something. I just can't match. Yeah. Like, be kind. Yeah. Go watch a Bob Ross video. Yeah. Right. Go watch Chernobyl if he you paints. want to really be depressed. Yeah, if you want, go watch Chernobyl because it is amazing, and then mm-hmm. watch a Bob Ross video because it'll bring it back up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is the Remembrances Retreat. Have a good night and keep those dice rolling.